Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> Rob, you had, uh, let me just make a bunch of noise real quick. All uh, right, I can do that for you. <laughs> Rob, Rob, will you make a bunch of noise for the intro? <laughs> yeah, it's an intro. Channel Thumbs Podcast, motherfuckers. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast, potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Oh, uh, dude, that might that might have been our best intro ever. <laughs> seems like it in the grand scheme of things, if we're being honest. Oh, holy shit. Well, hi, hi guys. Welcome to here tonight. Glad um, to be here tonight. <laughs> we have Admiral Nips. Sir, how has Thursday been for you? All right, it's been... Like peaceful and quiet, right? Because the dog went to daycare today and is deciding to not be a jerk. So I'm pretty happy about that. It's amazing what a bunch of exercise with other puppies will do. Right. I mean, it's not like he's not getting any exercise as currently constituted. He, I mean, I've been walking him a metric shit ton. Uh, but you're not a puppy. But you're I'm not, not another dog. Yeah. No, like. I'm, at best, just some regular guy. Um, the pictures that you posted in Discord were amazing. Yeah, that's a, they did a great job. And that's just a fraction. Like, they had videos of him going after the uh, bubbles and stuff like that, too. Oh. It was fantastic. You need, a, you need a, like, a YouTube channel or an Instagram account so we can start uploading those videos to Discord. Right. No, he's a, he's a little bit of a monster, but he's pretty great in the grand scheme of things. I'm okay with him. That's awesome, man. Uh, and then joining us tonight is my uh, fellow two-wheeled homeboy, Mr. Agent H. What's up, buddy? Hello. How's uh, how's slumming it with the uh, with the non-elite bikers been going this week? Uh, dude, you know it's it is pretty cool hearing people like ask about it and be surprised that maybe not surprised, but just kind of like a hey, good job, you know? Yeah. And, and people like knowing that there's no way in hell that they can do it. So that's been, <laughs> so that's been fun. Uh, especially because like you made plans to do it again in less than 24 hours after doing it. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I really want to ride that next year. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we like having a generalized idea of what we're in for. So um, we might not be able to train the same, but we could probably head south and just run hills and then loop back to the car or something you know i really think that other than the private land we could ride that entire thing to be i mean obviously oh yeah um, yeah yeah but it's just trying to figure out what exactly was private and i think that was the most fun parts was the was the private land yeah yeah i think we could go attack like some hills on the on in dirt though and that'd be good training for us I now see why people were riding that course um, in mountain bikes. I thought they were kind of silly at first. And then mm -hmm. now I understand. And fat bikes. We saw we saw a lot of fat bikes for a 129 mile race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, if if you haven't guessed or haven't ever listened to our show before, uh, Agent H and I went and did a 200K gravel race uh, that was out of Pratt, Kansas, called Open Range. And um, neither one of us had ever biked that far. Uh, we both biked 100 miles for the first time ever two weeks prior. So that was an accomplishment. And um, we were not expecting it to also be a mountain bike race for a good 40 miles. So that was that was kind of eye opening as well. Yeah, the. Um, the private land was very. I guess I underestimated how tough that stuff was going to be. Um, but like I, I had seen a lot of people that like videos from people that have wrote it before and had talked to a few of them and they, you know, they told me how much fun it was, but until you actually get out there and actually ride it, you have no idea. Yeah. And we, so we set out with the intent to finish. We did not give a shit about being in first place and, uh, it worked out really well for us, I think, because like we were pretty casual even from the start. Like we let so many people pass us. On that <laughs> start, dude. Uh, and then like after checkpoint one, uh, when we ate our sandwiches and left, uh, this is about 30, 36 miles in. Yep. Um, we got to one of the private ranches, which was m- more hardcore. And we didn't see people for a good chunk of it. Like, and you could see for miles, like literally we would climb up these bluffs and be on top. And like, you could not see any other bikers anywhere. And then, uh, and then probably like 10, 10, 15 miles into it. I'm like, dude, there's a, there's a biker over on the horizon. And we saw like a solo biker. Um, and then we had two dudes kept catch up to us eventually when we had to get off and like, cross cross some of the water crossings um there was one really big sandy hill that we had to hike up um i don't think there was any way that we could have biked up that hill uh then some dudes caught up to us but it was really cool like being out on this private ranch and literally seeing no one else and we're just like going along having a good time pretty awesome it's it's really cool that um that that land and that that view and you get that different of a um landscape and it's just 30 minutes south of me because it's completely different than what i'm used to riding like that's all of that stuff that we did was nothing like i rode you know that i usually ride here because here it's just like the farm roads like the the little b roads you know and um getting out there and getting on you know a path that is mode specifically for us was pretty cool yeah and there was there was um so like a lot of it was just side-by-side trails uh which side-by-sides have more flexibility i think than your typical four-wheeler because they have more like ground travel ground clearance stuff like that um and we got into some spots where like the the ruts were deeper than what your pedals would be you know, so you would like bottom out. So you had to like That's pay not attention. Great. You don't want to be doing that. Well, yeah. So yeah. Did, do, we, do we want to talk about that real quick? How I, yeah, I, well, I was going to I was going to say, like, if you if possible, you had to jump out of the track, like you had to jump your bike out of the track 
onto the grass and like go around some dips. And yep. Jared and I were taking different paths. You know, we weren't always on the same path. Like sometimes one person's in the right right, right wheel well and one person's in the left wheel well like path. So yeah, Jared, take it take it away because you so, are behind me. So yeah, I'm behind you. You do the smart thing and you don't take either of the tire ruts at all. Like you skip those and go around them. I was already committed to the left side. So I go down in the tire rut and bottom out my pedals. My pedals are completely horizontal. I bottom them out, bottom out. It unclips both of my shoes from the from the pedals. Um, violently, too. Like you said, it's like is hop, hop, like, dude, it was, yeah, it was in the air. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. But graciously, I kind of leaned and landed on my left foot, land on my feet. But the momentum sent me forward and off the bike um, landed kind of on my shoulder back area and then bounced my head off the ground and and uh, decided Oof. to test the durability of my helmet, which it passed because I didn't feel shit. Um, <laughs> I was on the ground and off the bike for no more than a few seconds. Like I hopped right up, got back on the bike. You didn't even know I fell. No, I think I know. he told me. I think, yeah, you didn't find out until we got down and crossed the water because you actually went too far. You had missed. We were supposed to kind of turn yep. left. Yep. And uh yeah, so you I was kind of hollering for you to get back on track and we crossed water and then we had a climb immediately after that. And then once we got to the climb is when I finally let you know, like, hey, I hey, ate shit uh, back there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you know, it was it was um, it was crazy because there, you know, we were pretty good about sticking together and like, yeah, whoever was in the lead, like we both had mirrors on our handlebars so we could both see where the other person was relative to us. But there were sections where you didn't have the opportunity to look down at your mirror. Like it was so no. gnarly and hardcore. Like you were constantly looking, you know, 20 feet in front of you as you're flying through this like off-road madness. Um, well, and the only markers we had. So like you're, you're having to look at your navigation to see where your turns are too, because it wasn't really like, the paths weren't really clear and the no, only, no, the, no, only disappear. <laughs> the only markers you have is like a little white flag on a pole somewhere. And so you it's, they were really easy to miss. Um, yeah, so you it was, had to, yeah, it was kind of wild. Like it, it would be really tough to ride that on, on your own. Like if, if I would have trained last year, um, and rode it, I don't know that I would have finished just based on, um, Dude, that's a tough ride to do solo, like um, because you could get lost easy or like me, like if I would if if I would have ate shit like that and it was a bad crash, like I would have been on my own. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's a tough thing to do solo for sure. Yeah. And he says that there were like white flags on poles. We're, we're talking like four foot metal stakes with a piece of white fabric tied to the top of it. Yep. And and they did put them. I will give them credit. They did put them in places where you would get lost. And the, the one time that I got that I went past it, like what, 15, 20 feet, you think? 25 yeah, feet? Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't much. Because I did the same thing on the way, like when we first got onto that property, like you had to holler for me to, you know. Oh, yeah. I was, because I, I kind of missed my turn, too. Yeah, because like um, the trails would like V off like they were they were just split. And like you had to like keep an eye on your navigation to figure out, am I going up this embankment or am I following these these tracks? Um, 
yeah, it was it was interesting. That's when we met up with old guys too. We had a we had a back and old forth guys. with yeah with this this team of guys that we called old guys. Uh, we we traded positions with them for probably what twenty twenty five miles after your fall. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. It would get to a point where where one of us, like one group of us, would actually get out of sight of the other group. Like so, old guys. We old guys came up to us and then we held them. They were behind us for quite a ways. And then I think we stopped for something and they passed us. And then they were they like were like out of sight. And then we got to there was like three or four small sections where you get like a mile of pavement. And uh, and one of them we 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 cry or we out climbed them on a big ass climb up pavement. And then we lost old guys until the next checkpoint. Uh, and we tried to be friendly and talk to old guys. And uh, one they of the old guys, it. dude, he wasn't this, this dude that he sat down by us to eat his food and he wanted nothing to do with us. Like Jared <laughs> said something really friendly to him. I forgot what it was. And the dude was such an old crabby bastard about it. Oh um, well, he was I think he was done like because he it, we got what, like maybe 10, 10 or so miles up the road and we saw his friend um, by himself. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, let's see. So they left checkpoint before us at mile 81, and then we caught them within two miles, and then we stopped for something, and that's when one old guy passed us. Mm -hmm. And that might have been 10, 15 miles in, one old guy passed us, and then we caught up to him at a stop sign because he didn't have GPS. He was using paper, like yep. a paper map. Had a paper like map on his, on his bike and was listening to uh, Turn by Turn on his phone. Yeah. And bold so move? what's that? That's a, that sounds like a bold move. Well, his buddy that was with him had the GPS and the bike computer. Yeah, and so his and buddy he, bailed. And, and all of a he sudden bailed. he's like, now I got to finish the last 50 miles of this race with with basically like large post-it notes and uh, one earbud in. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, we both had GPS. So we're like, dude, you want to just ride with us? You know, like, right. I keep pace with us. And he did really good. Like, he actually upped our pace, I think, for a while. Up and, up and, and then he ate shit. Like, there was three of us going down a road, and that road that we were on was sketchy, dude. It was super sandy. And he he fucking supermanned over his handlebars. Just Oh, God, that sounds awful, too. Yeah. I don't like falling off of bikes. Well, and so... Uh, and we didn't mention much about the beginning. So there was a guy when we stopped to shed our jackets and, and strap the jackets to the bike. The guy with the prosthetic leg that ate oh, shit right, right in front of us. Yeah. Right. He was actually in uh, the video. The other the second video that I posted, he was um, one of the guys that was in. Um, he was one of the guys in that video and. uh Dude, kudos to him because that dude, like, he fucking smoked us in the 200K. Like, they finished. It was still daylight out. Like, <laughs> we did not finish with daylight. We did not finish with daylight. But, um, yeah, the guy, he, I guess he, they called, the whole deal with that was they called because he had, like, an e-bike. And they called the race director to make sure that they would allow him to use that bike. And, and Eric is a really good guy. And he's like, yeah, of course, like come on out and ride this course with your e-bike. We don't care. Yeah. So. And also you only have one fully functioning leg. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the guy with the prosthetic bit it and then was like trying to get his shit back together, get back on his bike and then like immediately bit it again. Um, And that's kind of when, you know, I was kind of hollering like, hey, are you good? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And yeah, they uh, he ended up just completely annihilating us time wise on that course. Yeah, that was mild. That had to be in the mile in the twenties, somewhere in the yeah. High it was real early. It was yeah. it was real real early when we saw him. So um, it was it was quite confusing too because the shorter race started like twenty minutes after us. So by checkpoint one, like the fast people for the short race were passing us. Yeah, and we're like, dude, is everyone passing us? Is literally everyone passing us? Um. And and we felt better when we realized that it was the really fast people for the short race. Right. Yeah. So. Um, how much fun was that that downhill that we took on the pavement? Oh, fuck. So, yeah, so we didn't get a lot of pavement. Um, maybe maybe. What do you think? Maybe six, it, seven miles um, out of one hundred and twenty eight. <laughs> no, the ride with GPS said. Well, you said nine, that was wrong. Oh, yeah, he did say that was wrong. So, yeah. Yeah, was, um, yeah. yeah, so it may have been. I mean, it was probably 10 or less, I would assume. Because yeah, we were on that. We were on we were on that highway, that small highway. We were on that for quite a while. Um, so I bet it was 10 ish, maybe 15. Oh, you mean? Oh, at the end of the race. Yeah. Towards the end, we were on. That's paved. right. That, we were, that well, that was like three or four miles. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But this uh, uh this da- this downhill after checkpoint one um was all paved and it was just like a windy highway and Dude, we start yeah. going down the hill. I didn't pedal at all and I hit thirty four miles an hour. Yeah, I hit I hit like thirty six. I don't know yeah. if I pedaled or not, but it, it looked like some out of a movie. Like, like it was coming, cool. Dude, you're coming over these like deserty looking bluffs. And it just fucking snakes through them all the way down. And we can see all the traffic and there's nothing. So we can just see open road as far as we can see. We can see cars coming from way far away. If they were, there weren't any. And so we're just like, holy shit, we just get to bomb this fucking sweeper of a road. And it was clean. There was no sand on it. You um, said it was checkpoint one. So your legs were still relatively fresh and your mind well, was we, still and, relatively fresh. Yeah. And we had just eaten. So this is like right after we got to eat and refuel and rest yep. for a minute. So we were like all energy. But the sketchy thing was at the very bottom of the hill, all of our windbreaks stopped. Yep. And this entire race, you have to remember, it was blowing a constant 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. Like no fucking stopping, just constant fucking wind blowing at you. And gusts were up to 35 miles an hour. So we're we're going like we're flying down this hill going, you know, 35, 36 miles an hour. And you get to the very bottom and then the crosswind hits you. And like I was in the lead and and Jared was right behind me. And I got to that crosswind part and it first hit my front tire. My front tire wobbled a little and I'm flying. I'm just like, I'm like fucking grab the brakes and I grabbed the brakes and started slowing down. And within like a second, I got blasted with a gust and it wobbled my entire bike like a good foot or two. Like I fucking got the death wobble on my bike and I'm like, oh, fuck. Good thing I was on the brakes because I don't think I would have recovered for that. Yeah. Yeah, that part was pretty sketchy, but. um, 
Dude, like, I really want to revisit that hill just to bomb down it again because it was so much fun. Yeah, it was super easy access, too, man. It was right yeah. outside that town. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, that sounds awesome. I, I, I was planning on talking about other stuff. We just kind of got into the race, but um, yeah, we did go right into it. Let's see. Anything else? How, oh, how cool were the uh, the checkpoints, though? Like, to be honest, the checkpoints, they did such a good job. And I don't know. I mean, with this being my only race, um, you know, you had unlimited water. You had they had the pickle juice shots. Um, they had snacks, fruit. I mean, you almost didn't have to pack your own drop bag because they had so much there for every rider just to kind of refuel. I thought that was yeah. that was super cool, um, you know, for being a for being a race, quote unquote, because they, they call it a race. But like he even said, he said at the beginning of the race, like, guys, this is not serious. First place gets a cup. Like you're, you're winning, <laughs> you're winning a cup. So like, there's no money on the line. You know, if you see someone bite it, like help your fellow rider. And it was really cool that like stop number one, like there was a group that was like, Hey, what kind of beer do you have in your drop bag? I'm like, what the fuck? Like these dudes, like I was like, I looked at Fluffy and I'm like, did we pack our drop bags wrong? Like this dude's got Bud Light and he's got like a sour in there and yeah, yeah, so um, it was pretty cool. Like you could tell that how casual it was, but you can. But the race director and any all the volunteers with the race, like they all did a really good job of just providing um, just snacks, water. Um, and then we had a kind of third un, unscheduled stop. We'll we'll talk about that later. I thought I, that, was, um, that was super cool. I definitely overpacked my drop bag. And it sucked because they just had them out on blacktop the entire day. Yeah. So like all the food had to be trashed. Like your food was not good when we got it back at 10 o'clock at night or whatever the fuck that was, because you knew that it had been sitting in the sun on blacktop for eight, nine hours. Right. And so so I, you know, I barely I ate my PB and J sandwich and took some cookies and dates, but like a lot of the gels and gummies and stuff that I normally eat running. I just we were just weren't on that shit at all during the race. Probably no. could have ate more food, honestly. <laughs> Probably could have. Uh, I think um, I think I did a pretty fair job with with staying staying fueled. Um, I didn't have to resort to any of the like what I didn't eat any of the waffles till like the very end. Yeah, um, yeah when I, I had, had one of the waffles. waffles. But other than that, everything was like just actual actual food, which I think helped a ton. Um, the knee gave me some issues. That was that was my only real problem was was my knee. Um, but once you slam my Tylenol, that changed your shit around for sure. Yeah, it did. It really did. That helped a ton. And I think at um, that point, like it was just there. Like when you're, you know, over 80 miles into this thing and you start feeling pain, like at that point, you're like, no, like we're not fucking stopping. <laughs> like, <laughs> we we did the math too. like at, at the second checkpoint. I'm like, bro, I'm like, we're going to run out of daylight unless we start fucking pushing it. Like we need to push it or else it's going to be dark and neither of us have headlights. And uh, which is something that we really should have thought about 
Yeah, we we did. really should have got it on the list for happen. next year. <laughs> that that's but, definitely um, definitely on the list. But um, so your family came through. Like my your sister in law. Yeah, my sister in law came through. Um, before that, like the so that third stop, right? So we they they talk about we had two official drops where we can take drop bags. The third stop is like a store, so I actually packed money because it's like a little family food store. It's like a little uh, um. Like a little Mennonite store, like it's a Mennonite owned. It's a Mennonite family that owns this store and they have like, you know, the fresh cinnamon rolls and it's kind of you can get a sandwich and it like it's like the grocery store of this one little town. Um, the store was closed when we pulled in. So we ride right by it and the um, owner and I assume it's her family is outside. Um, she tells us that they have that they have closed, but. She goes, you know, we should have been doing this all day. So they like went to the community center, got like one of those big um, kind of Gatorade type jugs, filled it full of water. They had uh, danishes, candy, um, all kinds of stuff out on the table and all of it was free. I ended up seeing the lady in the um, I saw her at work at the store the other day. And I and I thanked her again for doing that because that oh, was bad. Um, Cause she was, she was, you know, she allowed us to refill our water bottles. Um, hundred percent did it for free. Didn't charge us anything. And, and, um, so the whole story behind why she did that was she, they were closing the store and she saw another writer sitting on the picnic tables where they had all of the, all the, the pastries and stuff. And they, she said the guy just looked like he was in really bad shape. And so she asked him if he was okay. And he's like, yeah, I just need, I just need to take a break. And she goes, well, if you want to come inside and pick some stuff out, go ahead. So she let him go inside. He got like a seven up and an ice cream sandwich, she said. And um, she said he laid on the floor for a while, too. And they yeah, laid, laid on the floor in the AC and then and then got back out. And I don't know if that dude ended up finishing or not, but it was just really cool that like. She's like, you know, we should have been out here the whole time. And they had and it was kind of something she did for all the writers trying to finish um, was to be out there. So we go through that town and they were really nice and they wanted to talk to us. And I had to put my foot down after a few minutes and say, Jared, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to run out of daylight. <laughs> we need to finish this damn race. <laughs> Let's go. So I, I called. Tammy and ask her where she's at and she's out of town. So I'm like, Hey, do you think, you know, she's like, do you want me to call my sister? And I'm like, yeah, call her up, see what she can do. So <clears throat> we were what? 11 miles from the finish at that point. Yeah. 11, 12 uh, miles. It, so it, so, and most of it, I want to say, um, seven or eight of it was still, was still dirt. And it's a road that, that I ride all the time. Um, Fluffy's ridden it the two times that, that to the two other times that he came out here. Um, so we kind of know the road, know the conditions, but we can't see anything. It's pitch black at this point. Um, yeah. we're still, we're still out in the country. Essentially. The only light we have is from the windmills. And um, I started like carrying my phone and just putting my phone with yeah. one hand on the handlebars and pedaling, like using the phone flashlight. Yeah. And his sister came around the corner and down the road, like right at dark like yep. we did we did all the dusk on our bikes and she arrived literally when we could not see shit and, and and we were still cruising like so with with her behind us and we it was still tough to see but like i said like i know that road so i kind of know 
what the conditions are going to be, but it's still dirt. Like it's still, you still don't know what you're going to expect. Um, but it's also the same road we started on. So we knew when the, um, well, part of it was, we knew when the sand got really, really bad, right? Cause yeah, we, skipped, yeah, we skipped, true. we skipped that whole part about the beginning of the race. Uh, anyway, so we start going down this road and I, I want to say we we're probably what averaging 14 miles an hour, maybe. Bro, so yeah, like so we were funny cooking. because we, we like the sun went down, it got really fucking cold. And although we had headlights behind us, the headlights are on the left and right of you. So in the in your shadow, it forms like a V in front of you. Okay. So so because you have lights hitting you from two sides. So like you can see the road, but you can only see definition if the road is bad. Otherwise, yep. you can't really see a lot of what you're riding over and and in this part of Kansas, it can get really deep. And we rode, what do you think? We rode like 40% of that road before we turned off and went to pavement on the start of the oh, day. I don't even, it wasn't even that. Um, yeah, it yeah, just that a short no. part of it before. Yeah. So, so we had ridden that road before plenty of times, but we had not ridden that section that day. And once, once the sister-in-law got behind us and the temperature dropped, and we couldn't see shit like all of a sudden Jared just like his pace kicked up like five, six miles an hour. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, we can't see shit. I guess we're just YOLO in this shit. And <laughs> yep. we were pumping. You finally dude. got like, the hint that uh, we needed to go faster. We were yeah. not talking. We were just going and we yeah. were we were fucking flying and it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, we did get to parts where this, where the actual sand was like a foot and a half deep. It was insane. You know, yeah. The start of the, the start of the race was just absolutely brutal. Yeah. We had to carry our bikes a few, few times. Um, Oof. yeah, yeah. So we did, we oh. did finish and, uh, and this is the, and I'll tell everybody this because all of those riders that finished really, really early, um, because on the way back was mostly headwind. Um, but the wind, once it got dark, just completely, it almost just stopped. Yeah, um, it went from 20 miles an hour to nothing in like a right? matter so, of 15 minutes. <laughs> so when we went to, when we went through the finish line, which the race director is still there greeting every single rider that finishes. Um, and I told him, I said, I feel like we had the best strategy. We just waited till it got dark to finish. That way we didn't have the gnarly headwind coming home. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, yeah, man, it was, um, it was a feat in and of itself. Just, just finishing that thing for, for my first race and for the, the wins that we had all day, not knowing the course, not knowing, not riding half of those conditions ever. Um, like that fucking rock face that I went down, like Jared <laughs> dropped, Jared dropped a rock face. Like I was in, I was in front and I pulled up to it and locked up my brakes and I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like sitting there studying it, trying to figure out how to go down it. And this dude starts just going down it. And then he stops and locks up his brakes and he like brings his bike over to the right, like five feet and then just drops it from an angle like an angle and then down because like it wasn't a nice drop. It nope. was super steep. And then it like kicked you out and then went vertical again and then kicked you out and went vertical. So it was like weird, like uneven steps almost. And then you're landing in two tire track ruts. So it's not like you you have a nice, smooth landing to ride away from either. 
But Jared, Jared was just like, uh, yep, we're doing this. <laughs> yep, fuck it. Like um, it. so one thing that we, that we also forgot real quick. Um, my highest gear, so my easiest gear that you use for like sand and climbing hills and doing hard shit. Uh, I lost it. Like, I knew it was a problem. I went out for a test ride. It was fine at home, so I didn't fuck with my gearing at all. And then we got out to the race and it was a problem. Like right from the start, I was down to gear. When Jared fell, he went down to three gears out of all of his gears that he had. So like, I didn't have my easy gear. He didn't have fucking half of his shit. Like yeah. after mile 50. <laughs> like, so it was, we also had that going against us. <laughs> Jesus. And that dude, that easy gear makes a difference. Like it makes oh, a difference. 100%. When you but have you, that. you cooked everybody on every climb we had, though, like I think that's a runner in me, though, like even yeah. when I bike with my buddies, dude, I smoke them on climbs, too, man. And I it's bombed, funny because I don't I I'm not like all I bombed all the downhills. Yes, you were. So that is funny. Jared was so much faster than me on downhills. Uh, well, as long as they are dirt pavement, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> the dirt you were good. The dirt downhills with the crosswinds, like I was more cautious because you would get blown around. But he I was always like, dude, you take the lead. Like whenever we came up to a giant hill, I'm like, you take the lead, man, because you're <laughs> going to catch me if you're behind me. But yeah, when it came to climbing, like I was just I was just gone. Yeah, you were gone. Um, Yeah, that was fun, though. Yeah, it was super fun. Uh, That's awesome. I'm glad you guys got it done. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, Burning Wing invited us over and he grilled uh, or he smoked meat for us. And we sat in his backyard and ate meat and he made fresh salsa. And what else? He made fresh guac for us. Fresh guac. Yeah. We had we had beer. H brought over a bunch of really good sours for me. Um, Burning Wing has a super rad tree fort in his backyard. H and I, yep. I made a comment. Sounds like, so right. I was like, we should be sitting up there or something like that. And then I went inside to like get something and I came out and H is just up in the tree for drinking a beer. And I'm like, yep, that's where I'm going. <laughs> I will yep. be up there in a minute. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I napped, Amazing. I, I napped hard in that backyard. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You got in some power dad naps for sure. Yeah. I know. Like, wait, wait, it's five thirty or six yeah. o'clock or whatever just, it was. You're like, yeah, when you shit. when you when you said it was five thirty, I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Like it's five <laughs> thirty. Yeah, I was napping pretty hard. Yeah. So okay, real quick, and then we'll move on to other shit. So um, I did three trips down to um, three trips down to Kansas this month. Um, two for training, one for the race. And it's about a 10, 10 to 11 hour car trip, just depending on stops and whatever. And I ate like shit the first time down and the first time back and just felt like gross and horrible and full when I did that. Right. Because, I mean, my diet hasn't been good, but it's not fast food. So like eating fast food and drinking Red Bulls and doing all that shit like destroyed me. Right. So second As time down. Will. <laughs> yeah. So, so I learned my lesson. Absolutely not. Second time down, I told myself I was going to pack good food, ate like shit the entire way down 
to Jared's. I can't believe that's leading into a big race. Seems like a, a bold. No, not leading move. into the big. Well, not leading into the big race. This is for training. So this is the second time down. Eat like shit all the way down, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feel just fucking full and gross and whatever. Like the entire day that I'm there. That that you know when I arrive for the few hours I'm there, sleep like shit. So on the way home, I had all these snacks from our training run still. So I'm like eating dates and eating like semi healthier on the way home. And I felt great when I got home and I'm like, God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Like I need to pack my food so I'm good to go for race weekend because I'll just feel better on the drive. Did I do it on race weekend? Absolutely not. I ate like shit all the way down to Kansas. (laughs) I get to the hotel. I'm just feeling like full as fuck. And I'm just like, uh, I'm like, well, it's like seven. It was seven o'clock. Something like that, Jared. Six o'clock. I don't remember when I arrived. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I I was still working. Yeah, I arrived. I arrived. I went to the hotel, like did all my shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get a beer and I should eat something before I go go to bed because i know like jared has to work till like 10 10 30 so i'm, I'm just gonna see him tomorrow so i go to a local bar and dude texts me he's like ah fuck this i'm coming to see you <laughs> like <laughs> left work coming out and dude i was so full i'm like i'm like just in there the lady's like do you want anything to eat and i'm like no no not yet eventually yes but i just i can't eat food yet because i've been eating garbage the whole way down right Right. So Jared, Jared shows up and uh, he shows me which of the super fatty garbage is the best to eat on the menu. And I ate more, more shit uh, like giant. What were they? Giant deep fried jalapeno oh, the, cheese balls. Oh, yeah. God. So the, uh, <laughs> yeah. The rattlesnake eggs. Rattlesnake, so it's just, yeah. it's just a, so this is the restaurant that I used to work at. This is the place I used to manage. So, okay. Um, it was good, but it was so, uh, so much. Dude, it's just diced jalapenos and pepper jack cheese balled up and then breaded and fried. Yeah. So like <laughs> and what I got something else too. Um, um did you get the shrimp? You got the same shrimp I did. Oh, I got the shrimp, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, oh and then God. I have beers. So I'm just like gross and full, right? So Yeah, no, understandable. So is the sixth time is the charm, right? Driving driving home now. I've I've made this this journey six times. This will be my sixth time. Uh you know, in three trips, right? Back and forth. Yep. And I'm like, Can I'm going Finally. I'm gonna fucking eat better on my way home today. And so I I made it to like Kansas City and I and Kansas City, here you come. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm looking around for food. I'm like I'm like, well, Panera's not like necessarily healthy, but it's better than fast food. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'll I'll go get us something at Panera and that'll be substantial food. I'll feel better. So I go to Panera. And I like it's a little my order or whatever. And then I hear like this dude like 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 really swearing like fucking just just fuck this place and fuck this shit and just going off. And then oh, I hear someone oh. else go stop cussing. Get out of here. Just leave the store. Stop cussing. And like. Like, I'm like, oh, there's some like domestic employee shit going on down here. And so the dude leaves, right? He like throws his fucking apron and walks out the door. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. But there's like four or five other people working. Like, I didn't think anything of it. I sit there for 20 more minutes, 20 minutes at Perkins, just standing there waiting for my order. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And so I walk up, I walk up to the counter 
And there's people like trying to decide what they want to order. And at this point, I'm just like, fuck these people. And I just like step in front of everyone. And I'm like, hey, real quick, I've been waiting for 20 minutes. Like I still got like six hours of driving to do. Do you know if they've started my order yet or like what's going on? And she goes, yeah, let me check. Hold on. And she walks him back and she comes back. She goes, so they only display five orders at a time and your name isn't on there yet. <laughs> I've been standing there for 20 minutes. Back, please? <laughs> yeah. And I said, can you just cancel my order? I'm like, I just, I'll, I'm like, I get that you guys are short staff. Like, I'm not mad. Just cancel my order. I'll go eat somewhere else. Hey, and, was uh, Real quick, was this the Missouri side of Kansas City? Yeah, it was totally the Missouri side I, of Kansas. I rest my case. And so, so, uh, so the manager was super cool. He's like, you know, how'd you put in your order? And I'm like, I'm like, told him. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, dude, it's totally cool. Like, I just want to cancel it, get back on the road. Like, I'll just, I'll eat dinner in a different state. It's no big deal. And I don't know why I said that. But it just came out like I'm just like, I'll eat dinner in a different state. It's no big deal. Fucking three hours later in Iowa, I stop at a different Panera Bread and finally eat dinner. <laughs> I literally uh, drove to a different state. <laughs> uh, Debbie, Debbie's like, you should stop and get food when I was texting her because I was like, you know, I was super calm in the store, but then I'm texting her and I'm like, fuck these people. I'm so fucking pissed. This one healthy food. Now I got to eat McDonald's or some shit, you know, and I'm all <laughs> mad. And she's like, why don't you just get off the road and like find some food? And I'm just like, no, fuck that. I'm driving. <laughs> like, so I get to Iowa and I'm like, oh yeah, let's just go to Panera. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. Anyways. Good stuff. Don't, don't eat Panera in Missouri. Yeah. No, I mean, don't eat in Missouri. Dude. And there was, <laughs> there was, there was people walking in. Like I saw this dad and his daughter get out of the car as I was leaving. And I'm like, Hey, just a heads up. Like it's at least a half hour wait for food. And <laughs> <laughs> just, just like watch them turn around and walk away. And no, they they looked at each other and they're just, I guess, said, fuck it. And they walked in. I'm like, all right. I warned you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Should we talk about other stuff? Talk about other stuff. Yeah, let's talk about other stuff. Um, how about video games? They exist. They exist. I do play those. So, uh, has anyone played guardian game stuff or destiny stuff recent of recent of recently i have i've been playing some uh guardian game stuff this week i i think it's fun i'm enjoying it quite a bit but it's not anything like earth shattering groundbreaking what, what what do you enjoy like what part of it uh well i got the like the the competitive and training things so they're like strike playlists but yeah with specific points to go for and stuff like that and I've just been enjoying that uh, that entire, uh, what do you want to call it? Just the general gameplay loop of it. Yeah, it's, um. do you like the focused one better or do you like the the rotating one? I actually like the focused one a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I just uh, have not, you know... I've only run it solo, so with random, so it's been hit or miss whether, you know, we score 200,000 or 150,000 and whether it's a struggle or not. 
have you uh have you gotten with some blueberries that keep dying at the screebs go to the lantern part uh no nobody's died there we've had some trouble with the ship a few times okay uh, we haven't had ship tra- i haven't had ship trouble running it but dude i got in a team with the lanterns today and i bet we team wiped like four or five times before we made it through lanterns it's not the most fun it was crazy Oh, yeah, I agree, though. I like it. Do you get, did you get any good rolls on the SMG? I've been just deleting them, so. So, so far, no is the answer to that. <laughs> I would suggest at least looking at one or two of them, because uh, SMGs might be good in the uh, new meta. That's fair. Would um, not surprise me if they are. I, I don't know if I'll ever be good with them. I never, uh, I never owned... Uh, Air apparent, and I got that to drop. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I was excited about that, especially with um with arc coming out. Having that arc shield might be kind of crazy. Yeah, that and that shield's already very good, right? That's uh, it's it's hard to break. I love running it in uh, in crucible. Like if you're yeah. actually gonna run heavy machine gun. Running air apparent is actually super good. Yeah, yeah, it sucks to fight against. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that you could get that with Guardian Games. And uh I got I got the SMG and then all of a sudden that quest popped up and I was it was like just get machine gun kills. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah. I think it was get machine gun kills in the whatever the daily focus playlist was, which unfortunately was Gambit. So I had to play a shitload of Gambit. Which um, is not the most fun in the world, but. No, well, and I had to play Gambit without Galahorn. Mm. I had to play with that with a machine gun. But and I could have waited because today it was like crucible. But I was just like, yeah, whatever. I want to get it done. I want this gun. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I haven't had I haven't been able to play as much this week as I wanted to. Yeah, well, thankfully you'll be there for raid night tomorrow night. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, no, that's not happening either. I know. That's okay. It's Mother's Day weekend, man. I got to I gotta make the right choice, right? As, as much as I want to raid, it is, it is not my weekend. I can make outlandish requests on Father's Day weekend. That's fair. I will. I will allow those shenanigans to occur. Um, I was really I hoping to, say. <laughs> to, to watch H play uh, Smeldon Ring, but that never happened on my trips down. We talked about it. It just never, never came up. We did. It's it's tough just because that game is mostly exploration. Like you would just be watching me wander around and kill kind of yeah. at this point. Like they're just kind of helpless enemies. Me sitting you, at your table drinking beer. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. There's the dog saying hello. Um, hello, dog. Elden Ring is 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 a lot of fun. I'm having a blast with it. I did step away from it for a little bit just because I needed I needed a PvP fix, and Elden Ring PvP is not going to be for me. I could tell that. Um, so I started playing uh, Apex again recently, which I've been having a blast with. But it is. <laughs> Way more sweaty than I remember. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to go get the dog some water. Let her out. I'll be right back. 
All okay. right. Sounds good. Um, I've never been. So we'll just talk Destiny, I guess. Okay. Uh, because then we won't have board H with Destiny talk. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> I've never really cared about Guardian games, but for whatever reason, like I'm digging I'm digging the scoring and everything, man. Like um I was okay playing the strike stuff. And maybe it's just because I never play them, you know, but it was fun. Right. I felt like the 1550 uh stuff was like it didn't matter what my light level was. You yeah, know, like, I, I it, agree. I think that that's a. It's not super hard, right? It was just just no. hard enough. Like if you it, were if, lazy and sloppy and you'd get killed, but yeah. it wasn't like you had to go in with specific. It's not like uh, Grandmaster Nightfalls where it's like, oh, hey, shit, this guy looked at me. I'm dead. And now we're you know, fucked. It's like, yeah, it's, it it's felt, a fair it pace. Like a legendary campaign almost. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's all you really want. Yeah, but I was like, I think I'm like thirty levels above that right now. I think I'm in the fifteen eighties. Okay. And yeah, I'm not quite I, there yet. Um, I did not feel like I was just running over shit. So I'm heavy away from being max base power, uh, but I think I'm only like plus seventeen or plus eighteen for light. Okay. Or for the power bonus, so. Um, we we decided to talk more Destiny while you were gone. Just oh, uh, sure. Just so we weren't we weren't it'd, uh dragging you through it. It'd be awkward you two trying to talk Apex Legends. Um I mean you could struggle through it. It'd be it'd be kinda weird. I mean, I called a Apex tournament once. You did, indeed. <laughs> uh so the new I, I kind of dove back in just because the new season comes out in a few days. Um, they have they're going to have another new legend um, and it I really get this. So the new legend, his name is is Newcastle um, and he seems very Titan esque from Destiny. Like he has a lot of shields that he can drop. Um, so it's a defensive a defensive player. Um, I, so I have uh, my immediate thought to counter his shield was to switch back to Octane, who has a jump pad so I can jump over said shield and get position while these guys are cowering behind their Titan shield as they do. And, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been I've been having fun with it. I'm very, very mediocre, like I'm not great at all, but it it does feel like. Because I guess that's what happens when a game gains popularity, right? Like some good players start playing and um, it's not like I was winning a lot, but I would win like every five or ten games. And now it's like I struggle to get one a day if I if I do play. So, oh, wow, um, that's that's it is it is tough, but um, but it's been fun. It's been fun switching back and going back to a character that I used to play as and and uh just kind of switching things up. So nope. they have a they have a a unique system that they introduced last season that's it's like targeted loot, right? So you have like it's with like the thing with Apex is you 
everyone has the same guns. Um, it's not like Warzone where you can get a loadout. Like the the weapons are in the in the loot boxes or whatever that you pick up, um, and then you get the attachments and stuff from there. But they added like a PVE type element to it with one, with one of the new maps that um, you can you kill these enemies and they drop loot and attachments and ammo based on what weapon you have, what weapons your team has. So it looks like they're like, so um, the new map, they just have like the, like these spider like creatures and then like these dogs that you can kill and they can hurt you, but they're mostly harmless. And then the, it looks like this season it's going to be, Oh God, it's the robots kind of like Pathfinder. Um, I can't remember what the what the name of the robot is, but there's you can go into rooms that have a bunch of those, but it looks like they all have guns. So it it'll be interesting to see, like, if you can catch a team in a fight with these PVE type mobs and kind of surprise them um, and kind of use that to your advantage. It's, it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll see. It's cool element that they added in. Um I like that they're changing it up too. Be you know, it's like Fortnite with taking away building, man. It can it yeah. can really like change shit up for a game. So that's awesome. Well, and the one of the things too that I like about Apex that they've done a little differently, and I think it takes a bit of a grind to get it, but you can one hundred percent play that game with no money involved and eventually earn the currency to buy the battle pass. And so you essentially don't have to buy anything ever. Um, but it, it would take a little bit, but yeah, it's just one of those things that it's free to play. It's fun. I mean, all of the, uh, purchases are purely cosmetic and total choice. And so, yeah, it's a good time. They are switching. Uh, one of my favorite guns, the Mastiff, it's a shotgun and they are putting that back. So, um, every season or every other season they will rotate. They have these, um, uh, drop pods that will come down that have weapons in them. And so basically they will rotate the weapons that are ground loot and they will put them exclusively in these drop pods, but they all have like the max level attachments. Um, and then they take their own ammo. So once you, if you get this gun and it, you run out of ammo, you're not going to be able to refill that ammo at all. Um, but they're taking my favorite shotgun, and putting it back in those drop pods. And last time it was in one of those drops, that thing was a fucking monster. So we will see if this is the, uh, the season of the shotgun coming <laughs> up. So if it, if so, then I'm going to have a hell of a time. I, th- I have a feeling there's a, there's a character named mad Maggie. She's this current season's new legend and she moves faster with a shotgun in hand. Oh um, and conveniently, since the, you know, the new legend has shields, one of her abilities is she can shoot an attachment that will drill through shields and, and dam- do damage to the people behind it. So I have a feeling that Mad Maggie could be the uh, could be the meta this coming season with the shotgun and the uh, drill through walls ability. So oh, that's cool. So it could awesome. be interesting. Yeah, I I, uh, I need to watch some more of this gameplay. Hopefully FUD will throw it through an Apex tournament and I can I can throw it up on a screen or something while I'm playing. Yeah, it's it's super fun. It's um it's cool. I have a good time with it. Yeah, I need to look at I want to watch some Overwatch 2 as well. 
I, I saw some screenshots and it looks looks like they're doing some cool stuff. So just speaking of like PvP stuff. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing, like this um you know, with with Elden Ring, like I've been enjoying it, but that's also a big time sink, right? Like that's one of those games that you're not gonna make a lot of progress just playing for like, hey, I've got 20, 30 minutes, let me throw on some Elden Ring. Like you're not gonna make a lot of progress. But Apex, you know, I can play one game or if they go really badly, I could play five. So yeah. <laughs> um, like it's, it's just one of those things that like with my the time that I've had over the last few weeks, um, it's nice to have something that I can jump in, play a game or two and then jump back out of it. It's not that big a deal. That's cool. Um, hey, you know, it is uh, it is the middle of the show. So per- Potato Thumbs tradition uh, is to ask questions. Should we knock a couple of these out? Oh, absolutely. It's it's really important to us that we do it in the middle of the show. That's that's when that's, Ghost wants us to do it. That's how you know we care about you. So we answer yep. those questions in the middle of the show. Um, okay. First question from RNG Gator. Why does this channel get used for things other than questions? Um because it's the potato thumbs discord. Sounds right. Yeah. We don't follow rules. Actually, that's not true. We we have a few rules. Don't be a dick. Yep. Don't be racist. Yeah. Uh, just don't hate on other people. Mind your own shit. Right. None of these seem all that difficult, right? But no, they they really don't. Okay. Right. Here we sit with it being difficult. Um, Senior Ghost asks, will Mr. Marky Mark be making an appearance? I do think that we need to make Mark have this is the second time he's asked this, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think Mark needs to make an appearance. We'll have to work on that. Let me one of these let days. Me add, let me add it to my notes because I uh, apparently am really bad at uh, getting Mark on because it's the second time it's been asked. <laughs> Everybody okay. likes Mark. I mean, the the problem is like Mark is like constantly making children, so it's hard to get him on. It's really um, difficult. It is. He's he just. Did you pin it again? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Are you sure? Because no, I it's... don't think so. <laughs> oh. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll ask it again next week. All right, so. Uh... Senior Senior H asks. Uh, cinema beer nuts or survival of the fattest? I don't know. I don't what, get it. H. What's the uh, that's the the punk compilations? Senior, cinema beer nuts or survival? Those were the two. Those were the two key punk compilations from me in high school. Like was oh, those two and I don't know. Because uh, the survival of the fattest must have been a fat records for fat people type of thing. Yep. 100%. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm always going to go fat records. So Beer Nuts had bands like the Vandals, um, High Standard, Assorted Jelly Beans, AFI before they were emo, Voodoo Glow Skulls, like they, uh, Mill and Colin. It just mm. had. Um, they had kind of the, I guess, band names, if you will. Um, and then Survival of the Fattest. It did have High Standard again. Um, Mustard plug. They had, they had Lagwagon. Um, it was just a, 
uh i don't know survival of the fattest probably for me was my favorite but yeah those were the two staples of of punk compilations when i was in school so see i'm i'm a little bit older than you um no don't be modest you're a lot older than him no i'm not um But Fat Music for Fat People, which came out two years earlier, I know more. Uh, and also Short Music for Short People was also funny. I mean, I don't know, man. They're, fuck, they're all good. Yep, so fat, Survival of the Fattest was 96. Yeah, Fat Beer Music nuts. for Fat People was 94. Beer Nuts was 97. Well, if you haven't yeah. listened to them, give them both a listen. They're both really, really good. Yeah, I got to say the uh, I mean, I like fat records because they did add no use for a name. Leg wagon, no effects. Me first in the gimme gimme's strung out. Yeah, it was definitely my jam of of people. Uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't have a better answer because I haven't heard the other one. So I guess I need to. Yeah, you should listen. They are phenomenal <laughs> okay uh senior rng gator says why does h send in questions when he is going to be on the show seems vain uh mr admiral nips care to uh, comment on this one uh yeah i don't think it's vanity as much as the man has important questions to ask and feels i don't know like perhaps we don't do a great job of asking questions when he's not on the show so he needed to use his platform to bring up important questions like which obscure punk uh <laughs> never mind i can't even go with it <laughs> um okay senior rng gator asks does h think his kansas city jayhawks will go back to back ncaa basketball championships or does he think the runners up from this year have a chance for next year so first, I like that you said Kansas City Jayhawks, just like the guy did when he oh, presented the national title trophy to Bill Self. Totally says Kansas Jayhawks, and they're not out of Kansas City. They're I am sorry. Kansas City. The Lawrence, Lawrence, right? The Lawrence Jayhawks? Yep, they are the Kansas Jayhawks. No, but I mean, they're out of Lawrence. So, they're right? out of Lawrence, yeah, Lawrence. See, Kansas, I learned but... things from, from being around you for a from month. I, yep, I didn't even right? know what Lawrence was before this, and now I know there's a college there, and they have good gravel know. roads. They have great gravel roads, yes. Um, I think if two of the key players, Christian Brown and Jalen Wilson, come back, I think they have a chance. Um, do I think the runners up have a chance? Um, they do unless they play the Kansas Jayhawks, which um, we have their number. So the only thing um, that I'll say about the national title game is not bad for a team that lost in Austin. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the follow up question is, in five years from now, will the Kansas Jayhawks actually have this national title that they won? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%, he says. 100%. 100%. Uh, so none of these players were involved in the Adidas thing. And <laughs> so, yeah. And the NIL is now a thing. So players, players in college can get paid, can indeed get paid. That's a true statement. They can. All right. 
Uh, Senior RNG Gator. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Senior H asks, can I not ask the host the question? Uh, this one is directed at uh, Admiral Nips. Um, you can ask whatever you want. Whether you get an answer or not, it's a whole different uh, discussion with this question. <laughs> I know, I found that out. Uh, I approve that answer. Uh, RNG Gator, why does H hate me asking questions when he is on the show? Um, I don't know why I ask weird questions. You're just being maybe dramatic. At this point, Gator, you're, Gator, being, you're just being Gator, dramatic. Maybe it's not questions. Maybe it's the person asking the questions. These are the things I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> Senior Marky Mark says, uh, for H, who is your favorite Apex? Or who is your main on Apex? Sorry. Um, the last two seasons has been Ash, and I have switched back to Octane recently and having fun. So Octane, final answer. All right. <clears throat> this is this is interesting because H and I actually had a whole conversation about this. Uh, Marky asks, as a kid, did you ever have a crush on a cartoon character? Lola Bunny, for example. If your answer is no, why are you a liar? Okay, so I'll let I'll let Admiral Nips answer first, and then I will summarize our conversation on the bike. Oh, I get the answer first. You say probably, but I don't know if, off the top of my head what it would be. Um, maybe like a Final Fantasy character from those like seven or from eight or 10, something like that. But I don't necessarily have a cartoon character on the top of my head. I was out here dreaming about fucking cartoon rabbits, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. So our answers were kind of similar. We got onto this topic. We'll ride in, you know, because when you when you ride together for fuck, dude, what we probably logged like 30, 40 hours of bike riding together uh, this yeah, month. Each. I'd say, yeah. Um. You you get to you get on some topics, and one of our topics was um, not being into cartoon characters or hentai or like just animation nudity in general. Um, it isn't that. I mean, I'll speak for me personally. It isn't that I'm against it. I just doesn't scratch any sort of itch for me. Like I will see it and acknowledge it. But like, I'm not thinking about it beyond that. Like, I remember people saying like Jessica Rabbit was hot back in the day and who flamed who framed Roger Rabbit. And it's like, OK, well, they drew a skinny girl with giant boobs, but like and she did have a good voice actor, but by no means does that do anything for me. Um, And H, you said something about like cyberpunk i think you said was maybe the first one where it maybe gets closer to so, reality right yeah so cyberpunk the um oh gosh what was her uh what was her name because you couldn't romance her no well there was pan am that you could romance as a male character but it was the one that you could only romance because she was lesbian so you couldn't romance her oh, as a male what, character what's the, her name uh what is her name the Netrunner. Yep, yep, yep. His name is escaping me at this moment in time. 
but so that was the first one where I was like, I really kind of want to go back and play this game as a female character to romance that one. Um, but when I read this question, so the funny thing is, is I had like a fluffy, I had to ask you because I was like, what we talked about cartoon characters. Cause when I, when he said cartoon character, I separated video game completely yeah, from the conversation. Yeah. Uh, dude, Velma from Scooby-Doo, like, Oh, see, you had an answer. I talked for you. 100% um, dude, Velma, like, I don't know why. Well, I, I apologize for speaking on your behalf. Oh, no, I, you're fine. I, uh, I definitely did not have... I, I just kind of lump them together, like just fantasy, make-believe, not real nudity. Um, I guess that's where I was going with it. And I will, I will say that my initial stance while we were on bike talking about this was no video game has ever done that for me or scratched that itch and cartoons being the same way, like even with like Ninja Scroll back in the day and heavy metal and all that stuff, like none of it was my forte. Um, but I will say the cyberpunk definitely has a more realistic look to it. And I think that 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 brings it closer, right? It brings it closer to being a reality of being like, okay, yeah, that's, that's hot. Um, but maybe, maybe I'm just weird, man. I just don't, I don't get, I don't know. I get turned off. Like if it's too fake, like it just, shit just, I don't, it just doesn't do it for me. Fair. Okay. Uh, Kath says, uh, why does RNG Gator hate coffee and beer? It isn't RNG Gator, Kath. I think you know better. <laughs> he absolutely uh, does, and he's having great fun with it. Yeah, it's totally, totally not RNG Gator. I um, mean, I, w- I will say, so my answer to this was, I hate coffee and beer, too. So to do everybody the world a favor, send me all the coffee and beer you have so that I can rid the world of coffee and beer. I will, <laughs> I will do that favor for everybody. Man. And, uh, out here doing God's work. Hey, do you have that coffee I beer sh- brought you yet? I have. It is really fucking good. That yeah. is really good. <laughs> I'll edit that out so they don't hear it. So they send you coffee and beer. <laughs> um, and the follow up question to Mark's question, Cass says, why is Jessica rabbit? Not your answer. Uh, he was asking Mark. Um, I touched on Jessica Rabbit thing. Anyone else want to give Jessica Rabbit credit before moving on? As much credit as usual, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Uh, this is from oh, the worst streamer ever, Ban Davis. I will mention that when I was driving through Des Moines on the way home, it got rainy again. So, I don't know. Bad weather. Second time run through Des Moines. Didn't stop to hang out with Davis. I feel like this Eye of Sauron thing is going. Uh, Okay, anyways. (laughs) Uh, He says, uh, Fluffy Fingers and Agent H, why didn't Burning Wing make you guys into TikTok stars last weekend? Um, I'm really surprised that with all of the naps that I took that I was not put on his TikTok channel at all. I was very... Very surprised because at one point I had no idea how long I was asleep. Yeah, I mean, I I just I just had respect for you because I knew how much work we did the day before and we were literally sitting in the sun eating meat and drinking beer all day. Um, Because, I mean, we start we start drinking at like noon. That was a good one. 
Yeah, he should have made us stars. He didn't. I feel like we missed our opportunity. That's just hurtful. Yeah. All right. Final question. Are you ready to see this is from uh, Burning Wing. Are you ready to see Clutch next weekend at the Round Mound of Sound? Oh, dude, I cannot wait. Like they just released a new song, too. It's so good. Who that is, but I'm excited that you're excited. I rem- I had some friends that were into Clutch. I never owned Clutch. any of their stuff, but yeah, Clutch is very good. And, they uh, came out what a couple years after Deftones. They had some big stuff like late nineties. Um, Wasn't that Clutch? I want to say Clutch has been around before Deftones, but their Clutch is more like a I don't know dirty blues, hard rock kind of band, but they've definitely been around a long time. Okay. Maybe this got popular then, or at least maybe people <clears> around <throat> me figured out who they were then. Because I like, I think it was one of the dudes I used to either skateboard with or or rollerblade with back in the day. Um, in the mid to late nineties, like seemed to. I, I swore it was them. Maybe it was someone else. Yeah, my weekend is is fairly packed. I got uh, next weekend. I see Clutch Friday. And then so we're playing disc golf all day Friday with buddies and then clutch Friday, Saturday, we drive to Lawrence. Um, I'll play more disc golf, get to see turnstile on Saturday and then all day Sunday. I'm going to ride in uh, Lawrence, Kansas City area. So it should be fun. Nice, man. Sounds fantastic. I think we're going to go. I, I'm meeting up with my cousin. We're going to go ride um, the Mississippi River Bottoms on Saturday morning, so that should be fun. Well, I took the Great River Road back from Minneapolis the other day. Ah, good man. Oh, good. So much yeah. fun. Yeah, that was uh, a good Because we went down to La Crosse to get lunch on the way back and then took the rest of the way there because we were in no big hurry. And yeah. it, was, it was quite an enjoyable endeavor to make that trip. So I was full-on happy that that was what happened. It's yeah, so that's, that's such a best. beautiful drive, dude. Um, it makes me want to want to get I, I haven't had time to even get the Miata running yet. Uh, I need to get that going so I can go start taking drives like that again. Stupid training and exercise, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Before we I should talk it, about that. <laughs> yeah, we should probably talk about that before we get too far into this. Okay. So we are doing another activity contest. I didn't want to call it a competition because it's not a competition because you are just like the goal is to make you more active than you were last week, right? It's to do healthy shit more often. That's the whole point of this. So uh, sign up started this week. Uh, sign up by Monday, if possible. Um, if you're, if you're coming late to it, um, DM me, we'll see if we can figure stuff out. Um, and then we're going to go till the first week of July. So we're going to end Sunday, July 3rd. Um, it is free to join. Uh, it is a fitness challenge. Again, like I said, the point is to have you push more activity each week, uh, and drop some pounds. Um, so we'll be tracking weight loss and, and, these are all metrics that you can either choose to track or not choose to track. Like, that's the cool thing about this. Like, 
if you don't run, don't and don't worry about the running metrics. If you don't bike, don't worry about the biking metrics. So um, I'm just offering this up to people. So I'll track weight loss. Um, we'll track some running stats. We'll track um, biking stats, uh, steps. Um, and we're going to we added yoga, like total yoga time and strength training time. So for um, weight loss, I'm going to show people your percentage progress, like your percent lost. Um, so I won't even have to throw up like numbers up there. Um, like as far as like your actual weight uh, for running, we're going to show for running and biking and walk and steps. We're going to show what your average steps were for the week. Um, how much you've increased since the start of the competition, like what percentage you've gone up and also like how much you proved improved from the week before. So that way you can kind of see like um, this is what my my, you know, let's say you're doing running. This is what my miles were this week. It was, you know, X amount better than the first week of the contest. And it's X amount better than last week. And the goal is to just constantly see positive improvement. Uh, in those those different categories yeah um for yoga and strength training because they are kind of different um and because strength training can mean so many things to so many people um we're we're going with like the blanketive accumulated time over the duration of the contest so you can just start adding the time that you've been putting in um for that and i'll just keep that number running so you can just see that that grow um, again, uh, you know, the goal is to just see the categories that you choose improve. So that that's all we're hoping for. Um, we have a bunch of rewards. People, people kicked in a bunch of money, which is super rad. Um, the way that it's going to work is um, your name goes into the contest if you are active and you are active on Discord. So I don't I don't want people just phoning in like, like three results through the, you know, the eight or 10 weeks or however long this is running. Right. Um, you know, as long as you're posting the shit that you're doing, you're talking to people about fitness, you're being active in the discord, you're giving me your weekly data timely, like your name's going in to be entered for the drawings. Um, we have four $25 gift cards uh, to be used towards, you know, something active like a, like a running warehouse a gift card or Nike gift card or REI or backcountry or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, you know, you can talk to whatever gift card you win. You can talk to the person that's, that's providing that gift card, but, um, potato thumbs were, we're each thrown in 25. So there'll be two $25 gift cards from us. Uh, agent H is thrown in $25. Thank you. H. And uh, Hazel as well. Hazel from Guardian Downcast hit me up, and he wants to to toss in the bucket too. So he'll be throwing in a twenty five dollar gift card as well. So that's super rad, super rad that people are doing that. Awesome! I'm excited to see the results. Yeah, it's it's already working for me as far as like getting getting my act together on diet and stuff, um, and and just activity. Like I I don't know, man. These contests, like as silly as they are uh or is laid back maybe is a better word um just that little bit of motivation man just, just a little bit right just just to get going yeah did you see speaking of diet did you see my fucking haul of chicken tonight oh yeah yeah i <laughs> very happy about that 
it was pretty ridiculous too because i walked into target and like um because of where i live our target is usually strapped for chicken like usually there's no chicken if you go in the afternoon like they just it's just fucking cleared out because everyone gets off work and and they just the meat the meat section is just gone right and um so i didn't even grab a cart Cause I was literally going to the store to get chicken. And I was like, if Tarka does, doesn't have chicken, then I'll drive 10 minutes down the road to the big grocery store. And, uh, they like, I walk in and there's just fucking chicken stacked and I've never <laughs> seen it stacked before. Like fucking, like it was like four or five stacks high on a shelf. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I walk over there and there's all these stickers on every package. That's like, um, $3 off. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm getting $3 off like a $5 pack of chicken. So I got like, like loaded and a I didn't have a supply of chicken. Well, dude, I, I, I basically grabbed everything I could carry. So I ended up walking out with like nine, nine pounds of chicken. Like, but, but this cheap as fuck, man. Like, yeah. Even the organic stuff, like there, the, some of the organic stuff was that's normally like 10, 11 bucks a pound. Right. Um, it was like six bucks, five bucks. I'm like, great. Stuff I enjoy is like $7 a pound, the organic chicken. So, yeah. I, uh, but I've sort of gone away from just living off of chicken. So now I have to, you know, I think I'm probably heading back that way for the next two months to make sure I, you know, do well in this competition. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely felt the um especially with with the traveling like the the weaning off of sugar and breads the past few days. Yeah. But it, it it's been it's been noticeable. I'm like, fuck, I can't get it bread like oh, <laughs> I get back to this to this meat and fruit and veggies deal. I mean, again, Bread is fine as long as it's in, you know, moderation and you, you know, all this. Yeah. Yeah. 80, 20, right? Right. 80% healthy, 20%, whatever the fuck you need. I'm saving my 20% for beer, dude. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a week or so. Once my weight starts dropping, then I'll have beer. Then I'll wait again. (laughs) Yeah. These, um, casual competitions whatever like these are the uh i mean for for those that don't know like that's what kind of kickstarted me and what helped me get you know not only in shape but you know um like i'm at i'm 41 and i could actually say i'm in the best shape of my life and even though i've kind of slipped over the last like year or so um still just being where i am now or as opposed to where i was three, four years ago. Um, that's, that's due to these. And that's why it was an easy, you know, it's an easy thing that anytime that I can, whether it's something small, like, Hey, like add another $25 gift card to the pot. Like I'm more than happy to do it because I, these competitions, I can a hundred percent say put years on my life. Like that's, that's rad, dude. I mean, you know, you go from three fifty to, 225 and riding a bike for 128 miles there's zero chance i thought i would have done that three years ago so right yeah so throwing 25 dollars to you know maybe help someone else that 
maybe isn't quite there yet that might want to get there, I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah, and it's not small, man. Like, um, adding that is huge. I, I really appreciate it. And I, I'm right there with you, man. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't be in the shape I'm in unless we were doing this shit. So. Yeah, and it's it's and it's cool because, um, you know, like the like I realize that that we're all the ones that have individually done the work, but there's so many people in the Discord that have contributed advice to others, whether it's you know something with weightlifting or something with nutrition. Like I think it was Panda was the one that told me about eighty twenty, and that's what finally like that's the method that clicked for me. You know, like I before when I was still north of 300 pounds, tried, I think, everything like I tried keto for a while. I tried, you know, kind of all these fad diets and none of them worked. And it's just like I think 8020 was what really kicked for me because it was, hey, you can still have that shit you like. Just don't have as much of it. Like don't live off of it. Yeah, yeah, don't live and, off of it. Like don't, you know, make make good choices throughout your day. Just don't. Um, don't take all of the things you like away, just have them in very small portions. And that is huge. It was huge for me. So, yeah. And just because you did, you eat something that maybe isn't as healthy. It doesn't mean the rest of your day is lost. It just means that you just had your 20%, man. Like, yep. move on, do something healthy for us a day. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's a, um, I was really, really close to being, um, below 200 pounds, um, a year ago. And I want to get back to that. Cause I've, I mean, I've held steady My my original ultimate goal was 215, and I hit that. I'm a little bit heavier than that now, but I mean, just to, my new goal is to get under 200 just to say like, Hey, I did that. Um, yeah, dude. Awesome. You know? So, but yeah, even thinking about that, like, I don't think I've been under 200 since middle school. Like it's been a long fucking time. So um, I at least made it to sophomore year of college or high school, sophomore yeah. year of high school before I hit the, the 200 number. Uh, but it not, not really been close since. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was, I was, um, was a very large individual all through pretty much middle school and, and high school. So, and then, and then obviously after high school, even bigger. So, yeah, it's kind of neat to that I'm at, you know, at 41. I'm starting to look at like what Fluffy, I sent you a link to another race next weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Like, are you fucking no. serious? Because because yeah. other than like, honestly, like we did that race. But other than my knee being sore, like I felt really good. Um, yeah, I really wasn't sore anywhere else. Like my knee was giving me issues. But other than that, like. I could have, I, if it wasn't for the knee, like I probably could have rode some more the next day. Dude, so. I, I stopped at my parents' house tonight um, because they printed out a, a return label for me because we don't fuck printers, man. We don't have a printer in this house. And, uh, and you know, once or twice a year, someone's got to print something for me. That's about it. Anyways, <laughs> so I go over to their house and my mom's like, what do you do about your sore muscles the next day? And I'm like, honestly, like my knees are sore. Like the rest of my legs were fine, you know, and it, and we didn't even really feel it unless you're like going down steps or something. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, I'm right there with you, man. 
Yeah, the knee gave me some issues. It's still it's still a little tender, but it's really not bad. Um, I think that next day was probably the worst of it. And then and then by then, yeah, getting up in that treehouse uh, at Burning Wings the next day was quite <laughs> that was quite the chore. No, um, I it wasn't really it wasn't bad. It was just one of those like, hey, here's this ladder. I'm not climbing this ladder like I do normally. Like this is going to be like, you know, my right leg up and then my left leg is just going to kind of hang there and follow it. <laughs> like, so it was uh, it was interesting getting up in that treehouse the next day. But other than that, like, I mean, dude, I felt pretty good. Still do. So. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I was I went for a run with the missus on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yesterday was Wednesday and I was a little cautious, um, but it was fun. So I played I played around a disc golf on Monday and I could I could tell that I was being careful with with my step and my form, um, but it was fine. Everything was good. So, yeah, this morning, interesting to be out and active already after, you know, a, a large endurance, yeah, large endurance event. And then you're just OK. Next. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, this morning I biked into work with uh, with Squid in our discord and. Um, I was on a fat bike and he was on a regular commuter urban bike. And he was pushing like he was pushing us at like 17, 20 miles an hour on the way into work today on the fat bike. So I was I was hustling for seven miles. It was a short ride, but uh, we got in and he's like, that was fun. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's like I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> I need to I need to change my clothes before before I sit down at my desk. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, so comp back. Back to the podcast. Uh, competition. Sign up for it. Join us. Um, Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's tomorrow's a great day to start the contest. So sign up today. So I've all squared away for the weekend and just, uh, you know, just have fun. That's really all you yeah. can do. Um, let's see. What do we think? Where are we at? Want to add some musica? Probably about that time, isn't it? Um. So we had um, Senior Marky Mark actually must have known that we were talking about him. Hit me up as we've been recording, and he has uh, a song for us too. We have a we Ooh, have... a special Marky Mark edition. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. He's... I know. He says, are you still taking song suggestions from the Always. community? And I'm Always. like, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're doing that still. I'm only going to call it out it. when we, uh, you know, start a new playlist to request. But, you know, send in whenever. <laughs> um, so so let's go ahead and add that one first uh, before I forget. And it is Harry Styles as it was. OK. I've heard that that song is really good. People have really been enjoying it. I don't know who this artist is, so. Uh, he was one of the, Harry Styles was one of the members of that uh, British boy band, One Direction. Oh. That's not right. Is that right? That can't be right. Yeah, I know um, he's British and he was part of a boy band. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, One Direction. I was right. Feel good about myself now. Better about myself. Okay. I added that. Okay. Uh, let's see. And then we have Ben. Right. Uh, oh, also, also you I was going to say, Steve's getting married this weekend. So make sure if you see Zan online or happen to you know catch him on a DM, wish him congratulations because he's going to be a married man come uh, Monday morning. Yeah, that's awesome, Zan. That is awesome. Uh, I hope I hope that you guys have an awesome ceremony. Uh, but Ben put Buttersock by Carly Cosgrove on the playlist. And Freddie Benson. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Freddie Benson, Buttersock is the name of the album. Um, My bad. Okay. Um... What does Agent H have? Um, I'm gonna go with The Regulator by Clutch since we're gonna go see them Friday. Regulator, mount up, mount up. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Admiral Nips, my good friend, what do you have for me? Uh, shit, I had something that I was gonna pick and then I didn't write it down, and now I'm having a brain fart. All right, I will go. Go for me, please. Yep. Um, so I was uh, in the in in the spirit of H and H being on. I feel like I absolutely cannot pick a hip hop song. Um, I need to pick a punk song. So that was the goal, and I started hitting up my random playlist and hitting shuffle and skipping songs I already knew. And a Pennywise song came on and I was like, fuck, yeah, I, mean, I don't have a lot of Pennywise on the list. I should do this. And then um, I was like, I'll totally remember the song. And I went to search for the song and I totally didn't remember the exact name of the song. But a different song came on. Um, oh, because I was using I was using talk to talk to search, you know, talk to text. So I hit the microphone on Pandora or not Pandora, on Spotify, and I told it the name of the song. And it's like, okay, playing this other song by Pennywise. And I was like, oh, well, that's fine. Um, but it ended up being like an even better pick. So I was like, oh, okay, I also love this Pennywise song. Uh, so we are going with Perfect People by Pennywise. Okay, I like it. I remember that, what I was going to pick. Yeah, I was going to say, was that enough time? Did I? It was. You did perfect. I'm going to go with Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky. Which everyone knows. But yeah, I was going to say, it sounds, it sounds like, uh, sounds like familiar. All right. Got it. Uh, that puts us at. Uh, 224 songs, 14 hours and 50 minutes. Not bad. I'm excited to listen. Um, sweet. They just get, I just saw people got home at your, your casa. Did they just get home from sports at 11 o'clock at night? Um, that kind of not quite They're talking sports um well that's so that's her, sports 
Yep, her her sister coaches um our niece's uh, little league team, so they were she was kind of over there helping with that. So, no, oh. we are in full softball swing in this household. So tournament oh, tournament this weekend, and then a tournament and every weekend in June. So, yeah, they're they're diehard softball people. Hundred percent. But but when the when the little one's good at it, man. More yeah, power to you for making that happen. Um, she's she's told us that she's playing D1 softball. I mean, she has said that for the last probably three years. So that's the goal is uh, she researched um, D1 schools that were good, had good softball programs and good veterinary programs. And that's what she plans on doing. So. Well, uh, we will support her and and all of those adventures. Hey man, anyone who's taking care of animals gets a gets a plus in my book. Oh yeah. Um, cool. Well, I think that's about all I got. Yeah, I think I'm out too. Okay, sweet. H brother, thank you for doing this incredible adventure with me last weekend. Oh, dude, thanks for for pushing me. We we I didn't mention it really. Um, I had mentioned it to you post race, but uh, like, dude, I was I was ready to be done because of the knee injury. So um, but we finished and you gave me all the push I needed. So so well done. And thanks for that. Absolutely, man. I was it was fun. And I uh, I wanted to finish with you and together and, you know, start that shit together. We end that shit together. Yep, that was that was well, the I'm only glad goal. you guys could finish together. <laughs> <laughs> I I see that at you're wearing the, that shirt too, man. At the same time, no. We less. finished at the same time. Yeah, I made sure to wait for him. I like held off. <laughs> yep. Like I was close to finishing, and I I waited for him to catch up so we could finish at the exact same time in front of. I love everyone. that like nobody makes it to this part of the show, so they're gonna miss out on the glory that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next year you will be there and we can all three finish together. Mm, yeah, I don't plan on biking much in the near future. So maybe you and Burning Wing can just drink uh, beers and wait for us for 12 hours. <laughs> I mean, that also sounds miserable, but uh, <laughs> so we we are allowed to come to my house and not have to deal with Burning Wing. So that's we nice. um. We are allowed support crews, so you guys can meet us at both stops and just tell us that we're both stupid. Um, you can have beers in hand while you're there and then drive off while we continue to ride bikes. Oh, support stops. Just double birds as you go by. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking fucking sticks in our front front uh, wheel. Uh, <laughs> oh, fantastic. shit. Well, H, uh, if people are interested in playing Apex Legends with you in this new season that's dropping, uh, where can they find you? What system are you on? Um, you doing? I mean, it's cross-play, so, but I'm on PC, Agent H, on on a EA player. That's that's my EA gamer tag, or just hit me up in the Discord. I'll, I'm more than welcome to throw down on any Apex games. So, Nope. Uh, I'm Fluffy Fingers MD. My co-host, Admiral Nips. 
And uh, we're Potato Thumbs Podcast. We we don't say that often in our show. I don't know if we need to. They found us already. Like, it's on the title. Like, use your eyes, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is our show. And it was fun. Always is. Good night, everyone. And good luck. <laughs>